This is episode number 36 of Reflections from WT, the heart and the soul of the Texas Panhandle. My name is Randy Ray. I'm your host, and I'm joined today by a couple of guys that I, I, I really admire both of you. My boss's boss's boss, Dr. Walter <laughs> Wendler, the 11th president of West Texas A&M, and my good friend, Michael Moore. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, yeah, Randy. Yeah. Good to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. I can't believe we've done this 36 times. I can't either. It's been over two years. It's three. Is it three? Well, Twelve was in the thirty-six three times. I don't teach math. I know exactly why you don't teach math. I get that part. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell my students one thing: I promise you, in my classes, there'll be no math in here, no arithmetic. <laughs> yeah, I, I've enjoyed a lot of our conversations, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Let me introduce our guest, Michael Moore. Michael Moore and I met at church, and we've had some good conversations. One of the conversations that we continually have is our, our love for WT. He loves working here. I love working here. And when you and I started talking about getting some people on campus that just love being here, I thought about Michael. And uh, you said it'd be, it'd be a good idea to bring him in. So we brought Michael in. And uh, introduce yourself and, and tell us what you do on campus. My name is Michael Moore, and uh, I'm a custodian for the SSC uh, physical plant. And um, I really enjoy my work and enjoy the being a part of the campus. And um, I'm just really happy to be here. Um, I just uh, I enjoy the people uh, most are. And then um, I just it, it seems like every semester there's a new bunch of people coming in. And then it's just uh, be here working here long enough to where you could see them come in as freshmen and leave as seniors. It's just uh, it's it's feels that like I have a part in it because I actually interact with a lot of people yeah. that come here and yeah. stuff like that. And I get to know them. And then after they're out of here, I still interact with them in public sometimes. So it's yeah. really nice. You, and um, we, what, uh, what college, where do you work? What building? I work at the, well, I work, well, they changed that up. So I used to work at the engineering building a long time, but I've worked in every building here because I strip and wax floors and I've, and uh, sometimes when people are short, we work everywhere. So uh, I've worked in, I've worked in, I've worked in your suite, actually the president's suite, um, uh, classroom, there's probably not a building on here that I haven't stripped and waxed the floors in. Well, I, I always think of you as associated with engineering for some reason, because yeah, that's too. how I first knew you and everything. Yeah. And, yes, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think um, we fully appreciate how the whole staff from, well, I'll say it this way because Michael and I are sitting here, but from the president to, to the custodial staff, how all of those people working together serve students. And when we recognize that, and the, you know, you call talking about the love for the place. Love for the place. And yeah. look at Michael just said, he watches students come in as freshmen and leave as seniors. That's a, that's a powerful thing. Uh, and we, we stratify sometimes too much. Uh, think, well, they're, you know, they're in the, they're in the executive suite. They don't care. Or somebody will say, uh, well, he's a custodian. You know, he's, he's not worried about this. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I think th in healthy organizations. It, it, it's a team effort. I yep. think it's yeah, a team it effort. Is. And Michael, you said something that you, you talked about interaction with students and, and tell us, a, tell us about that a little bit. How often do you do that? And what do you guys talk about? And well, it's just uh, with anything, you know, I mean, because you know, you want to be pleasant. And so like when they really come in, you know, you know, cause I know how it was when I was in the military and it's like, you get to a place that you've never been and you're without your family for the first time. And so it's like, I myself would want, I was nervous and already homesick when I got here. So that's what I feel. And that's how I think about every newcomer in here. And so you want to make them feel as welcome as possible and to let them enjoy the stay and let them know that, yeah, you are away from your physical family, but you are joining a new WT family. And so that with that, you know, make, make them feel as welcome and as 
natural as possible. That way they yeah. enjoy the stay and get their education and then go on their way. But so, because uh, whenever you get out of WT, it's going to be like another step where you're in another new world away from your physical family and the WT family. So you're starting a new family with whatever you at, where you're, wherever you're at working. And so just want to get them used to that. And that's, um, that's my interactions are, I mean, with, um, uh, anywhere I've seen them in the store, any, anywhere. It's just like I said, um, you see uh, a person out in public and then you see them at church and then you turn around and then you see them, uh, Oh, I didn't know you worked here. I didn't know you went to school. I know you were a student yeah. here. And it's just um, so interactions. I, I could not even count how many times they interact with students or faculty or. Well, one thing one thing you mentioned, Michael, is and, and I want you both to talk about this is the WT family. And we, we say that a lot. And, and there's I've been to other universities across across the nation and it, they don't have the family like atmosphere that we do. Oh, no. And so, would you both speak to that a little bit? What? Well, look, Michael, you go ahead and go first, and then I'll well, say a word too. You look at um, just how in the last uh, ten years, or just I just go ten years, um, uh, how much and how fast that the campus has grown and everything that comes with it, and um, it's it's like I said, uh, there, there's uh, the whole town of Canyon actually, but uh, WT included because it's most of the population, well, not most of it, but a lot of it is here. You can tell whenever there's holidays or there's summer breaks or something like that, because this, everybody's gone. And it's like, <laughs> it changes you, the feel of city. Yeah. yeah, you do get, um, uh, like I miss these people and I hope they come back because, you know, sometimes <laughs> they don't come back and it's just like, but when spring comes and then semester starts and then you see these people again, it's like, Oh man, you, you almost want to hug them. It's like, I missed you. Where, where have you been? You know, but, um, as far as family wise goes, um, you really get attached to people, and um, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's, 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 I've been in a couple of places, and a lot of places um, have no interest or, or care about you as you come and go, but it's not like that here at WT. It's, uh, you, you actually genuinely care about the person and want to get to know them, and it, you can tell by just uh, going into JBK or just um, library or just where activity center and see how they, different people from everywhere coming together. And that's, that's why I say it's a family atmosphere. Dr. Windler, is it a different feel here than other universities that you have worked at and have led? Yeah, I think there is. And I think part of it is the size. We're a little bit smaller. Part of it is the nature of the Texas panhandle. People, you know, had to, had to come together against the weather and the, you know, trying to scratch out a limit out of this soil up here that's very unforgiving and there's so much agriculture, not enough water, the wind never stops blowing, you know, and so on and so forth. And I think it draws people together and I think it's powerful. And I think it's one of the reasons I'm so uh, committed to trying to, in a sense, preserve the best parts of that culture. It's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect, but it does bring people together. As a matter of fact, I see it when I walk up and down uh, on Sundays. And well, I walk pretty much every day. I try to walk about three miles and I'll walk past Michael's house. And they're out there. And he's laughing because he knows they're out there he's cooking. Out grilling, yeah. He's grilling on Sunday does, afternoon. Does he ever invite you over for something? Yeah, every yeah. time. And here's my tr- here's my problem. You got to open an invitation. Yeah, every time he always asks me to come. Sometimes I'll see what he's picking out in the grocery store. I'll stop, stop on the way home from church to get something myself, Mary and I, and I'll see him in there. And he's getting the ribs or whatever they're going to yeah. cook that afternoon. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, I never stop because I'm always trying to keep my heart rate up. You know, I'm walking not just to get out and walk, but I'm trying to exercise and so. 
I never stopped. We wave and we shout at each other. You know, I during the one I forget what the which Super Bowl it was. It wasn't this last one, but it was maybe the one before or something. And whatever the teams were, I was on one side of the fence, and those guys were all on the other. <laughs> but anyway, it's there's a certain sort of unity about the place. And again, I'm not I'm, if anybody's listening and think, oh well, it must be perfect there. It's not perfect. But it's uh, it is a place that works hard at trying to be accommodating and open to each other and uh, be part of something that's larger than themselves. And I'll tell you what: to the extent we do that, this university gets better and better and better. Michael, you were you raised in Tulia? No, happy, happy, happy. town without a frown. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you grew up knowing about WT? Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, for a long time. Yeah, uh, I. Had brothers, sister, uh, my sister didn't go here, but our brothers um, went here. Uh, there were so many events because they would we would come and uh, actually watch basketball in the box. So yeah. I mean, it's been a while. And uh, first time I went and seen that WT Stadium out there, I thought that was the most amazing thing because it was the biggest football field I'd ever seen. And so mm-hmm. I mean, it was just uh, yeah. I grew up around here a long time. Yeah, is it different? Working here than it was no one. I mean, is it what you thought it would be like? Um, no, no, actually, it's it's not because I'll tell you, um, work is work, and that's what you expect to come here to see and it work. But it's more like I don't know, like a school level. You go and you you see a lot of people you know and friends and everything, but you work and get the job done. But I mean, it's not like work. I, I've it's a job, but it's not like work. Cause when you think of work, it's like you are constantly working. But I mean, we're constantly working. Don't give me one. We're no, constantly no, you working. Work <laughs> Cause your boss or somebody's listening. You guys work hard. You're always bent over doing the job. There's no question about it. But it's less, it goes back to that family deal. It's like you are, you see a lot of people that you know and you like, and it's just, it's, um, yeah. It if is, you enjoy your job, what's that old saying? You if know, you enjoy you, your job, you yeah. never have to work a day in your yeah. life. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Hey, let me ask something. I, I've always wondered this, and I should stop and not worry about my heart rate being up, but stop and talk to sometimes. Then there's 12, 14 people sitting around that grill out there fiddling. Um, are they family members? Are they work uh, partners? What are they? No, they are all brothers and sisters and sons <laughs> and daughters of brothers and sisters. And uh, a, a gentleman passed by one time and asked, how do y'all, um, how do y'all ha- all hang out and always so happy and everything, you know, because because if my family got together, we would be arguing and fighting. It's like, and it's like, uh, it's just, uh, it goes back to my mom, which my mom, she worked, uh, she worked the cafeteria for um, 28, 29 years. They're in Happy? Uh, no, here at WT. Oh, yeah. And Really? Uh, so you're a second generation WT employee? Well, Because yeah. your mom was first and then you. Uh-huh. Uh, well, my mom and my sister and my brother, um, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm a second generation. They have a long line of people that have worked at WT. Oh, yeah. That's, and by the way, you you probably know this, but Pat Hickman uh, from uh, around here, his parents both worked on campus. Uh, I and didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, what both they- his parents. His father ran the steam plant, and his mother took care of some kind of inventory stuff. Huh. So they were they worked on campus. Uh, and uh, Pat went here for a while, but uh, he anyway. The bottom line is, uh, he, they they were rooted into the community through the campus also. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, back to your, I don't mean to interrupt you, sir, no, no, but, no, no, no. but back to the question, uh, my mom didn't raise us to argue and fight like that. It was, uh, it was, um, enjoy the time that you have together because you never know whenever that time is cut short. 
And so it's, um, yeah, we have disagreements, but as far as arguing and fighting and it's just, you know, I guess if, it's how my sister puts it because she is the second mother because she's our only sister. But uh, if you get upset and you can't deal with go home and come <laughs> back tomorrow because um, it's not that big of a problem. But, I mean, that is uh, – that's uh, we enjoy our time together. So, I mean, that's why I say anytime y'all feel like you want to stop by, stop by. Next time I come when you're all out there, I am going to stop. I've been, I keep saying I need to stop. I don't think to myself, I need to stop. And, uh, but I'm always, I'm thinking about my heart rate all the time, you know, and I try to walk at a certain uh, speed and so on and so well, forth. Well, you can walk around our house and I mean, it just, and you can stop by. <laughs> walk around the grill. Yeah. You know, walk around the grill. Walk around the grill. And it is, uh, one thing they do have a family uh, unity on is the football team because they will, I can't even remember which one it was. Well, that, that's different because I, I like uh, I, I am a diehard Detroit Lions fan, um, but my brothers are Cowboy fans, and um, uh, <laughs> I have another brother that's a Raider fan. And then, oh, that's sad. That, yeah. that is sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I thought you were going to say it's sad, man. I, I, really, I'm not a Cowboy fan, but you know, you love to hate the Cowboys or you love the Cowboys, and it's just like I don't see what went with their season this year, and it's just like uh, I thought they really had a chance. But so did uh, so did Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Wendell, we, we talked a lot today about family. Let's talk about the half off tuition and fee waiver program that WT's recently started. OK, that is for for WT employees. Um, and this doesn't include SSC employees, although I want to question say this on the air, but I want to talk to SSC about seeing if we can work a similar kind of deal. But. It allows uh, the employees of the university at any level to get half off of the tuition and fees, whatever they are. So it's not a fixed amount because the tuition and fees, unfortunately, in every college are different because we have, mm-hmm. you know, lab fees like over here in uh, in uh, Sybil B. Harrington. There's some of the some of the uh, uh, areas of study have lab fees. Almost all of them do in different ways. So it's all different. But for us, it's real simple: half off, whatever it is, you get half off. So I told a faculty member, we were talking about this, uh, if you're a faculty member here and your uh, child uh, wants to attend here and they live at home, it costs $80,000 with no help or assistance, $20,000 a year, four years to get a bachelor's degree here. Well, if you live at home, the costs split out 50-50. Half of the costs are room and board and half of tuition and fees. So the 80 goes to 40 if you live at home. Then... If you're an employee here, the the uh, forty gets cut to twenty, which is starting to be a very good deal. You can't buy a Mustang for twenty thousand dollars. It's a good deal. It's a very very good deal. And uh, if you get any scholarships or anything on top of that, you can go to school for nothing here. And yeah. we want our employees because they are. This sounds uh, sometimes hokey, uh, if that's a word, but it does sound a little that way. But we would like our employees to feel that they're part of the family here and feel like WT off at every level mm-hmm. offers a good good experience. So that's a new program we're starting. It starts uh, technically uh, after the May graduation. Uh, it'll it'll be in place. Uh, and then we had to answer a lot of questions. It took a long time to do this, but we wanted an employee educational benefit. I told somebody this story and it's true. I was trying to recruit, when I was the Dean of the College of Architecture at Texas A&M, I was trying to recruit a faculty member from Notre Dame and I was pitching him. And he said, Walter, it ain't gonna work. He said, I've got three kids getting ready to graduate high school, one after the other, essentially. And uh, they're all going to go to college. And he said, they're all going to Notre Dame. 
and at Notre Dame as a faculty member, they all go for free. Mm. Oh, wow. I said, I, how can you can't beat that? Can't, no. Yeah. You can't beat it. I mean, it's a great university. The architecture program may not have been quite as good as A&M's, but it was pretty good. And, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, you know, they're going to be there. It was a good, good deal. So that's what we're doing with uh, um, half off for tuition and fees. That's, that's a good deal still. It is. Yeah. I think it's a very nice way to say to the faculty and staff, we appreciate you. And quite frankly, I really wish it did extend to SSC and to uh, Aramark. And I'd like to find a way to try to do that so that everybody associated with WT has that opportunity. One of the things we've talked a lot today about is work and work ethic. Dr. Winter, what, what is your biggest project you're working on right now? Well, I would say there's a couple. The one, one that I would say that's uh, in some ways easiest to put my finger on is our fundraising campaign. Now, yeah, yeah. Todd, Todd Raspberry uh, is the uh, chief of that, to be sure. But I help him as much as I can. And he doesn't need a lot of help. He's really energized by it and so on. We've got a, a bunch of announcements coming up here uh, in the next month or so. Big, big gifts. We will cross $100 million. We started with $80 million in uh, contributions about uh, four months ago, five months now, I guess. Uh, but we will be at $100 million here very soon. We have some things that have to be approved by the regions, namings and that sort of thing. Yeah. But we're very, very pleased. So I think the fundraising is very important. And also, that's that's a big project that you can put, put your finger on easily. Another project that is on the plate for me every day is to really work to try to keep the very best of the panhandle values to the forefront. You know, we're talking about family, uh, we're talking about hard work, we're talking about loyalty, trust, mm -hmm. all these kinds of things. Because that's it, that in by and large is in the nature of the people of the panhandle. And I want those to be in the nature of our university without apology that these panhandle values become very important. Of course, you want good scholars and academic excellence and everything else, but I really want to see those panhandle values shine through all of that. Well, I think I think you're doing a fantastic job doing that, and yes. I mean that. Well, yes, you are. That's a far too kind. We, 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 are, we are all behind you. All right, Michael, here's the deal. Every podcast, I threw a curveball. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> here's our curveball uh, for this episode. I'd like you both to think about just for a second and tell me what is the worst fashion trend you've ever adopted. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, fashion yeah. trend. <laughs> I'm gonna let Michael go first, but um, well, well, I'll let you. Guys, I'll give you a minute to think about it, and I'll tell you mine. Back in the '80s, there was a thing called parachute pants. Does anyone remember parachute <laughs> pants? Yeah, they were in style for about ten minutes. I think so I, had a, I had a pair of them, and I thank yeah, God I don't last it. I still minutes. have them somewhere up in the attic. I think I can't fit into them anymore. So, what's the worst fashion trend you guys have ever had had to deal with? Okay, so like on the worst uh, fashion trend, um, uh, it, it was a good generation, but uh, back in school we had where you could dress up. I think it was a 70s or whatever you know and um my brothers are, are are quite a deal older than i am so they had the uh the platform shoes they had <laughs> yeah. the checkered pants they had uh, and then um believe it or not i'm bald now but i mean i used to have a lot of hair and uh <laughs> so i poofed it out to an afro and uh pair or with the uh platform shoes and the checkered pants and stuff like that and i had two friends at my house as well and uh we all dressed up like that went to school like that and it was uh it was um i couldn't do that every day you know it was <laughs> it was too much because i could walk it in platforms platform shoes is like walking in high heels and i don't uh, yeah. can't do neither one of those do you have, but you have a picture uh, there 
are, but y'all probably will never see it. But uh, <clears throat> but um, it was that was um, good. Like I said, it's probably a good era, but it was just not for me. That was, yeah. I think, the worst trend that I ever. Yeah. Doctor Wendler, what about you? What's your worst fashion trend? Similar. Um, in 1973, uh, Mary and I got married. And we were very, uh, I don't want to say cheap, but we didn't want people to have to spend a lot of money. And we didn't want to spend a lot of money on the wedding. It came from working class families. I mean, we were, you know, they were, everybody worked for a living and uh, so on and so forth. So for our wedding, I uh, I said to all of the best, the, the uh, groomsmen, I said, look, we're not. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go rent tuxedos and all that. You buy a sports coat and a pair of pants and a shirt and a tie and just come with that, and then you can use it. See, I thought this was yeah. very smart, and I do have a picture of this. And I am telling you, this was at the time when, first of all, the lapels you could almost think <laughs> they would go to your shoulders, right? They were that wide. Yeah. And checkered pants. I had to laugh when you started talking about it. Checkered pants and patterns on these double knit jackets and big wide ties. I am telling you, this was a cacophony of fashion. I mean, it was just like loud noise. And they're in our wedding pictures. And I look at them and I just laugh, you know, because we had all, you know, everybody did, you know. I even bought a suit for to get married in that I wore for five years after that. I mean, it was my suit and it was nearly white. It was very be- light beige suit and everything. And I had a brown shirt and a white tie kind of and. I still, but but my brother and my friends were in these. Uh, oh man, they were wild outfits, all different colors, no two, anything, anything looking like it was seventy two. Did you say seventy three? If I yeah. said seventy three, I meant uh, seventy two. I meant seventy three. Yeah. June sixteenth, seventy three. So we're coming up on a yeah, on our fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. Oh wow, congratulations! Which I'm, I'm proud of. And that's the fiftieth anniversary for you. It's fiftieth anniversary for the radio station too it right? is Did i'm glad say- you brought that up this uh, year at homecoming uh, we we're going to have a big celebration for kwts the campus radio station so more news about that coming we're in the planning stages right now so. he let the cat out of the he knows all i didn't even know I, it. i'm sorry I just, no no uh, I'm he knows all about <laughs> campus yeah yeah well listen i have michael as always i enjoy talking to you when we we're Thank at you church very much and, yeah always have a good conversation dr windler we always uh, have a good conversation michael, i appreciate, appreciate yes, you guys uh, both of you joining us today for episode number 36 reflections from wt and thank you for listening uh, join us again next time